Good afternoon, church, and happy Wednesday to you all. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ for this time of midweek manna, a midweek spiritual fill-up. I am so blessed to be with you this day. Uh, I have a lot to share. Very excited about that. So let me open up with a word of prayer and we will begin our devotion. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, O God, we speak and sing our praise unto you. You are an almighty God. Scripture points us to those beautiful illustrations of you being the rock, you being the horn of our salvation, you being, O oh God, mighty and almighty. So we turn our thoughts and our faith there to who you are and what you are, for your love is everlasting. Bless this time, Lord, and may it fill our hearts and our spirits. We ask this in Jesus' holy and blessed name. Amen. Church, I'd like to uh, now turn to the 22nd Psalm, the 22nd Psalm, verses 23 through 31, and offer this scripture uh, for us this day. It says this, You who fear the Lord, praise Him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he did not despise or abhor the affliction of the afflicted. He did not hide his face from me, but heard when I cried to him. Verse 25, From you comes my praise in the great congregation. My vows I pay. I will pay before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him shall praise the Lord. May your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the families of the nations shall worship before him. From dominion belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. To him, indeed, shall all who sleep in the earth bow down. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, and I shall live for him. Posterity will serve him. Future generations will be told about the Lord and proclaim his deliverance to a people yet unborn saying that he has done it. This is the word of the Lord, church. Thanks be, be to God. So just some uh, devotional words that go along with uh, the scripture uh, this afternoon. It says this, Sometimes the only hope we can find in the rampant chaos that thrives in our world is what today's reading reminds us of, that... Kingship belongs to the Lord, and He rules over the nations, and that all the families of the nations shall worship before God. What hope do we have when nations fight nations, competing for strength and sovereignty? What hope do we have when evil people weld power for their own depraved ends. What hope do we have when the enforced laws of so many countries serve the privileged but diminish the least 
among us and damage our earth? What hope do we have when godlessness abounds? We exult in the truth. In the end, on the very last day, all will worship God and acknowledge God's sovereignty. Yes, the earth has its nations and rulers. Yes, God makes nations and kings through those who are called to bring them forth. But above all that, earthly authority stands the one who created all authority and holds that authority in full. We need not despair. We need not succumb to what we see, believing it to be the only true depiction of reality. Something bigger prevails, a royal order that holds forth and will not fail. All will bow in worship of the one true God. Let me offer this prayer. My God, when our heart grows heavy with grief and restless for justice, remind us of your sovereignty and the hope that never fades. Bring your righteousness forth. This we pray in Jesus' holy name. Amen and amen. I hope that we always can find that hope, cling to hope, grab uh, for hope, place our hearts in the hope that we have in the Word of God and in Jesus Christ. So church, what I'd like to do now is turn to the book of Genesis this afternoon, and I am turning now to Genesis 17, so I invite you to go there now, Genesis 17. We're going to be looking at Sarah and Abram in a significant life moment uh, in their uh, in their created lives, and that is uh, their name change. That's going to be uh, the theme for Sunday, what's in a name? A name change and how uh, significant uh, that is. So I am looking at Genesis chapter 17. I'm going to read verses 1 through 7. And then I'm going to flip over to verses 15 and 16. So just give you a heads up now. So the tagline uh, in my scripture says the sign of the covenant. Genesis 17 beginning with verse 1. It says this, when Abram was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. And I will make my covenant between me and you. And I will make you exceedingly numerous. Then Abram fell on his face, and God said to him, As for me, this is my covenant with you. You shall be the ancestor of a multitude of nations. No longer shall your name be Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the ancestor of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of you, and kings shall come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and to your offspring after you. 
Moving now to verse 15 and 16. God said to Abraham, As for Sarah, your wife, you shall not call her Sarah, but Sarah shall be her name. I will bless her, and moreover, I will give you a son by her. I will bless her, and she shall give rise to nations. Kings of people shall come from her. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, what's in a name? What is in a name change? For Sarah and Abraham to have a child in their later years must have been a tremendous challenge, right? They were nearing 100 years of age. For a woman to give birth is a struggle in of itself. In the process of transition, life can be like a roller coaster, can it not? Ups and downs and twists and turns. It really keeps us off balance, does it not? Nevertheless, it is a journey on which we are not alone. To understand that God can do the impossible, we have to be willing, here it is again, to surrender to God's impossible ways. Because we are people who like to be in control, that is not an easy task, right? Walk before, God says, and be blameless. In other words, be willing to make the journey and yield to God's will. That's easily said, right? Easily said, but are we doing it? Okay. I believe that surrendering is one of the most difficult tasks we face as people of faith. We are so influenced by a world that has to be in control and fosters individual independence that we are not in the habit of letting go and yielding to God. So in the beginning, Abraham balked at the possibility of having another son. As time went on, God made a believer out of him, making good on God's promise. Sarah did, in fact, give birth to Isaac, as the rest of the story of Abraham unfolds. We find him surrendering to God, even when it made no sense. God promised the family of faith would grow, and it did. In spite of denying the impossible with laughter, Abraham and Sarah became parents a second time. God expanded their family, and the faith community continued through their lineage. One of the greatest legacies we can give our own children and grandchildren is the promise that faith will continue and that the presence of God Almighty will be with them forever. To accept the ridiculous and absurd ways that God works in our lives is to live, very important, with bold faith. To live with bold faith. To live courageously. The God we worship is full of surprises. Is God not? The God we worship can do the impossible. The God we worship promises us future growth and the continuation of the faithful. 
forever. So that gives us uh, some context around uh, the scripture and certainly the uh, name change that uh, comes to uh, Sarah and Abram. I, I, I want to highlight this as, as well that uh, when God changed their name, he established a covenant uh, with them. That, that's very important. I want to unpack that further uh, come Sunday, but just kind of give you a, a little teaser, if you will, about that there is significance uh, in that name change and, and, and what God promised in that. Here's another thing about uh, names as well. You noticed like uh, in many of our names in Scripture, Sarah and Abraham, uh, at least in uh, the Scriptures as we have it, don't have a last name. Uh, and, and that was very common uh, in Scripture. Um, in, instead of having a, a last name, a name uh, was in fact attached to one's first name that uh, describes some sort of characteristic, okay? Whether that characteristic was the trade uh, that they had expertise in or a particular geographic location or um, a, uh, a name that was given, uh, in fact, to a, a relative, that, that was the name by which uh, they went, but not necessarily a last name. But but we have, uh, in fact, in this text, the first name changing. So that had to do with the covenant that God would give to them and promise them uh, ultimately, and that was the lineage. So I will unpack that further. Uh, but what a what what a story! What a story of faith this is uh, for Sarah and Abraham. And and, and I'll just close with this thought as well. Did you take notice of the uh, age that, that Sarah and Abraham was? I, I think that's a, that's a great uh, way of Scripture um, showing us, revealing to us that no matter our age, God, God does have a plan. God does have uh, His hand upon each and every one of us and can use us uh, in really significant ways, right? Uh, of course, uh, Sarah, Sarah balked uh, through laughter at the mere thought that she was going to have uh, a child at her age, but God fulfilled uh, that promise. So it's just yet a, another way of saying God is never done with us, right? Um, we, we may think uh, that God is done with us at a certain period of time or at a certain age, but, but in fact, Scripture, scripture says different. Um, God is never done with us, and He is always leading us into Himself, into His presence, into His goodness, into His grace, into salvation that we know in His Son, Jesus Christ. So, I will leave it there. I will look forward to seeing you uh, in worship if you were able to make it. Otherwise, a big thank you to Rachel and Dan for posting our service uh, come Sunday afternoon. Let me offer a word of prayer for us. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, bless 
this Wednesday. Bless this manna recording, Lord. May uh, it be uh, a love offering uh, to those who receive it. Lord, guide us and direct us. Lord, you hold us in the palm of your mighty hand. And that is good news. And I pray, Lord, that we hold on to that hope that we have in Jesus Christ very tightly, that it gives us comfort, that it gives us clarity, that it gives us conviction for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Folks, take care, and God bless you.